In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It is happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. noted that this doctor audio is being leaked by Jenna Ellis, the disgraced former former Trump legal team member, and Project Veritas, uh, a known white supremacist group. Um, it should also not be lost on anyone that this doctored audio from February leaking this close to the runoff is nothing more than a political hit job. This was a three-way call where a local activist patched me in saying she had someone she was really excited for me to meet. Um, I did not know him, nor was I aware that he was an inmate until after the call was over. The real uncut truth, Raphael, is that sometimes when Black folks talk to Black folks, we talk in a certain way in private. This, however, was a private call that was between two Black adults. Nothing I said was untrue, and everything I said are also things that I've already talked about throughout my campaign. We need people to run as Republicans in these local elections. And this is the only way you're going to change the, the dynamics in South Carolina. We can battle them in public all day, as long as we know we're working for the same goal. It doesn't sound like you're very contrite. You basically sound like you're saying you said what you said. I did say what I said. I mean, this was a personal call. I mean, none of us talk in private the same way we talk in necessarily. Yeah, I'm not going to be contrite about it. Uh, campaign finance violations, uh, accepting money from dope dealers. And I still got to struggle to raise money for my campaign. Where the f*** is my black people with money? I don't care about no dope money. Give me that dope boy money. Taking, advocating, taking down yard signs. Those are crimes. 
you don't have the full context of what I was talking about. Sleepers so, is a term that I was using for people who would pose as one and, and be another, right? Y'all, so, we need sleepers. When we get enough of us in there, we can rehab and have it for real from the inside out. Then we can flip some yeah. from the inside out. We got to take back some of these seats, especially in these local elections. Because they steal all of my signs, then I'm pretty sure it's not them supporters stealing my signs. Um, so again, tongue in cheek. And then the don't. So you see, ladies and gentlemen, there's an excuse for everything. And guess what? Excuses are like, I'm pretty sure you guys have heard that. They're like something else that we all have. Um, but it, what she's saying is she said, yeah, I said that. But because it was from Project Veritas... And because it was put out by Jenna Ellis, who's a disgraced Trump lawyer, then it must be white supremacy. It's got to be white supremacy. They take my yard signs down, so I should be able to take the, their yard signs, signs, uh, signs down. Wow, what a very mature thing to say for somebody who's running for, a, uh, for an elected position. What a great thing to say. You've been caught. You know, I don't understand why these people, when they get caught, they just don't go, you know what? <laughs> you got me. I guess that's, that's the end of what I was trying to do. That's the end of my career. That's the end of my campaign. No, they try to, I mean, they're already rats backed in a corner and they try to bite their way back out. They're already rats trapped in a corner and they try to bite their way back out. Now, here's the thing. She was on the phone with an inmate who was currently incarcerated at the time that she was having this phone call. She was talking to an inmate, a prisoner. And this prisoner and her were concocting ideas on how to use his social media following that apparently his girlfriend ran to try to get more people in the hood to vote for her and to rip down yard signs and whatever else. I mean, this is just dirty, disgusting politics, whether no matter what color you are, no matter where you come from, it's dirty, disgusting politics. Let's go ahead and play the uh, the audio or the video of um uh, and the audio of her speaking to a prison inmate and who this prison inmate was. Let's go to that clip, please. <clears throat> had someone she was really excited for me to meet. Um, I did not know him, nor was I aware that he was an inmate until after the call was over. This is a global tell link prepaid call from Shango Mutua. An inmate at South Carolina Department of Corrections, Perry Correctional Institution. This call will be recorded and monitored. Yeah, um, I met Senator on the phone. Good morning. Hey, good morning, good morning. How are you doing? My first question is this. What can we do to help you with your campaign, first of all? Um, well, you know... Getting the word out is the biggest thing for my campaign. I said, you know, that a big problem. I, I have a big problem. She has control of my page. You see what I'm saying? I don't have control of it right now because I have this reason because I'm a law-abiding inmate. You know what I'm saying? But okay. if y'all can try to get, get on the live feed for um, my page to get the message out so my followers could hear me and do it from Taisha's, that could try to, we could try to approve some um, financial backing. Financial backing, ladies and gentlemen, so that we can get together and approve some kind of financial backing. But wait, folks, there's more because Project Veritas actually caught up.
with this uh, disgraced candidate. I would say that's a fair thing to say. And of course, she did not have a lot to say, and they never do when somebody sits down and says, hi, I'm so-and-so with Project Veritas. Yeah, they don't like that. Other me than the other guy, I'm here with Crystal Matthews, state rep for South Carolina, also a U.S. Senate candidate who was caught on recordings talking about illicit campaign activity. Give me that dope boy money. Right. Where the f***ing dope, where the duffel bag boys? Get you, find you somebody in your family that don't even know you donating to my campaign and put that mm-hmm. under their name. I have a couple of questions for you. Do you Thank think you. black people will be offended that have you kind of way. liken criminal activity have to a black on black conversation? You. Do you think your voters will be happy to see you dismissing what you said when you talk about straw donations? You seem to be kind of hiding from my very clear and simple questions. Look, I'm black. You said you feel comfortable around black people, but you don't seem comfortable now. I just wanted to ask questions about the dope boys, the duffel bags. Saw it here. She ran. She's hiding in her vehicle. This is election day here in South Carolina, and she has not done anything. She's been at home all day. She's hiding in her tented vehicle. Because that's what they do. They hide and they run every time that a light is shined on them. It's the same thing that rats do. It's the same thing that cockroaches do. The lights come on, they scurry. And that's exactly what happens every time these people are caught. But guess what? Just like dominoes, they keep falling down. And a big salute, as always, to Project Veritas for exposing these rats and not only exposing them and what they're doing, but you also... Nine times out of ten, you expose a network that they belong to. And you just keep going up the chain the same way that Rudy Giuliani destroyed the mob in New York City years ago. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Thank you very, very, very much for joining in. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire, where we celebrate freedom, ladies and gentlemen, leading up to this July 4th. And it is a blessing to be here with you every single day, every single night. So thank you for allowing me to do that. Um, Folks, before we get started and before we really go to the Lord today, I would like to uh, tell you that uh, six, six more women have come out against Donald Trump, claiming that he tried to grab their steering wheels in their cars as well. So ladies and gentlemen, it looks like the walls are closing in. Six more ladies came out and said, Donald J. Trump tried everything he could to reach out and grab my steering wheel. How dare him? Anyway, that's just a good joke. (laughs) That's just a good joke to start off the day. There's going to be people like, what are you talking about? That's not against the law. I hope you, I hope that didn't go too far over your head. I know it was a stupid joke, but I thought it was pretty funny. Anyway, let's go to the Lord on this June 29th. There's a lot to be happy about. There's a lot to laugh about. There's a lot to smile about. And we cannot lose our sense of humor. We cannot lose our sense of humor. Here we go. June 29th. No matter what is going on in your life at this time, your hope in me is secure. Be constant in prayer. Very important. Be constant in prayer especially when you are struggling. As you stay in communication with me, I help you to be steadfast and patient in your suffering. Folks, the long story short is we're going to experience suffering. We're going to experience trials. We're going to experience hard times with or without God. It's how we react 
to those hard times. It's how we react to that suffering no matter what it is. And it's also our uh, choice to include God in everything we do. And if you do, it's a lot easier to get through that stuff. Romans 12, 12, rejoice and exult in hope. Be steadfast and patient in suffering and tribulation. Be constant in prayer. And from John 10, 28, I give my followers eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. It's another way of saying you are secure with me and I'm not going to allow anything to happen to you outside of what you can handle. It's a promise from him. And before you turn out the light, your prayers need not be pretty or proper. Just bring your petitions to me. Folks, even in this, on this planet, you have to have a very proper way to bring your petitions or to bring your gripes or to bring whatever you need to the city council or to your local state, uh, state representative or to uh, your state house. You have to be very prim. You have to be very proper. There's a lot of red tape. There is no red tape with God. There is no proper thing that you have to do other than just talk to him and just bring whatever it is that's bothering you inside to him. No red tape. Pretty easy, right? Please remove your hats if you are wearing one and let's go to the Lord together. As we say the Lord's Prayer, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And folks, I got to say, that part about stay constant, uh, stay in prayer constantly, that's a big thing. And it can, be an, it can be as easy as just like I said this morning on the, on the morning uh, live from America. It can be as easy as just saying his name, whispering his name. It can be that easy. So folks, go to him constantly throughout the day. And your day will be brightened. Your path will be shown to you. And you will feel joy and ease in your heart. I wouldn't lie to you. We'll be right back right after this. Please stay tuned. I wouldn't lie to you, folks, especially when it comes to God. Definitely, definitely not. Let's go. Let's go say some highs. It's been a while. Victoria, how are you doing? Good to see you, Victoria. We've got Iris Hannah Aguilar, hair, uh, hair two. 43 Gators is in the building. P. Schrate is in the building. Lacey Barcelo, how you doing? Good to see you, my dear. Jennifer L. J.L. Uh, Jazz. Uh, Majogo. Terry Sue, 55. Rosebud, 1990. Angel Girl, 53 is in the building on Rumble. How you doing? Good to see you, girl. Troy Farr, 2,900 views, he says. Uh, Corn Pop is in the building. How you doing? It's good to see you, Tabitha. Osborne NH. Jeremy sent you a message. Governor Missouri signed a law, 1878, requiring ID for voting and official ballot paper. Amen. Christy Castillo, 73. Hi, Jeremy. It's my birthday. Can I get a shout out? Christy, come on. Come on. You've been watching the show. You need more than a shout out. You know how we do things here. Everybody ready? We're going to sing happy birthday to Christy. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday, dear Christy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Christy. I love it when we get birthdays. I love it when I see them and we can actually sing happy birthday. There's nothing like having your birthday sung to you. Bobby Mannion says there's a package coming for you. Like a kid in a candy store. I'll be waiting. Jan and Dan send prayers and greetings from Florida. Well, thank you, Dan and Jan. How cool is it that you guys have a a rhyme scheme going on there? Trinity Brandstetter, thank you for the donation. God bless you. Harold Traeger, Scotty Branham, Michael Blakeman, thank you very much. Michael Carl, Carolyn Bozick, Michelle Pagels, Jodine Tigret, Michelle Allen, Stephanie Adamo, Amanda Stuffelbean, Diana Packman, Deborah Soren, and Veronica Vane Valen. God bless each and every one of you, and there's so many more who are trying everything they can to make sure that they keep life from America afloat during these rough Biden years and make sure that we come out the other side all together. Great, great times, great times. Let's come back from this show, I mean from this commercial, and get back to the show, folks. Because it's always, uh, we're winning right now, and I, I cannot stop from giving good stories, and that's what we got today. So let's get back to it. And welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. And we had birthdays uh, in the house, so we sang some birthdays during the, uh, uh, during the commercial break. And uh, one thing that I constantly like to do is look down, and sometimes you'll see me uh, talking about comments that I see during uh, Rumble, or on Rumble, or Getter. Or any of these live streams. So um, definitely uh, join in on those as well if you want to do some commenting. And uh, we'll, try to see, we'll try to respond, okay? Uh, anyways, let's get to the first and foremost section. I'm ready. You're ready. Put your cups up. Let's have our first slurp. Earlier today, we spent time discussing all of the lies that Cassidy Hutchinson told the January 6th Unselect Committee. And today I came across a video of Cash Patel when he was on Fox News. And uh, by the way, Cash Patel is a honey badger. Can we just call it out? Call a spade a spade. Cash Patel is one of uh, uh, of the most fierce MAGA warriors and honey badgers that we have fighting for this Make America Great Again movement here in the United States of America. And every single day, I'd like to take my hat off to Cash Patel. I think he is a, uh, he's a diamond in a rough. He's a, he's a strong, strong American, an unapologetic patriot. And I just have to say, hats off. Hats off to Cash Patel. But anyway, as, when he was on Fox News, he absolutely eviscerated... Miss Piggy, the yellow Teletubby, Liz Cheney, and the committee, and their dying star witness. I don't like to call her a star witness. I like to call her a dying star witness. But their dying star witness, Cassidy Hutchinson, when he was on Fox News, he just basically dropped a mic on their entire narrative and uh, basically said, look, I was there. This happened. This didn't happen. So and so and so and so. So let's go to that. Uh, let's go to that video, if we can, of Cash Patel laying down the law uh, on Fox News on the January 6th Unselect Committee and Cassidy Hutchinson. Check this out. Is that correct? 
That's absolutely correct, Sean. You laid it out um, truthfully, unlike what this committee is doing. I was in the Oval Office with the Secretary of Defense, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and the Chief of Staff to the President of the United States, along with the 45th President. And we were working on a very sensitive operation, totally unrelated to January 6th, which is why it sticks into my mind. And the President, on his own, after that meeting um, about a different topic, said, if you guys need up to 20,000 National Guards men and women across the United States for the upcoming days and um, any activity related to January 6th, you have my authorization as commander-in-chief to go forward. That was the authorization, as you outlined, that's, that the law requires. And you testified the the before, law, the before the January 6th. You testified to all of this before the January 6th committee, as did Chris Miller, the Secretary of Defense at the time. Yep, um, and as did anybody else that was in that room. Well, I, as did Chairman Milley, and as you and I both know, Sean, this committee would have leaked information had Chairman Milley testified under oath that contradicted anything that Chris Miller and I have both said on your show and to this committee. And so since that leak has not occurred by the likes of Adam Schiff, you know that we have been testifying truthfully, and anything to the contrary is absolutely false, and the Capitol Police timeline backs it up that Mayor Bowser and the Sergeant-at-Arms declined the Department of Defense's request and offered authorization of National Guard, not only on January 4th, but on January 5th mm -hmm. and in the morning of January 6th. Yes, sir. So they did what not want us there for political optics. Now, the big one of the big so-called bombshells to come out of the hearing today was that Donald Trump got angry and demanded that the Secret Service uh, drive him to the Capitol. And when Bobby Engel and another um, agent, Tony, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, um, when... Renato. Ornato, Ornato, when in fact he, uh, when they were taking him, they said it's best, sir, that we take you back to the White House where it's no. safer. Um, is it, there's reports by ABC, NBC, and now Fox News confirming uh, cash that in fact they're willing to testify under oath that what this witness today, hearsay witness today testified to is absolutely false. Uh, do you know those agents? I serve with both Bobby and Tony. They are career civil service agents. They're former military. They embody what career government officials should be. I would take their word over any word of this junior staffer who is completely, I believe, lying to the January 6th committee for her own self-gain. Bobby and Tony acted appropriately every single time I traveled with the president over 40 separate trips with those two individuals. I would love to hear them contradict this lie with the truth. But I'm, you know, I'm a little different on this one. Bobby and Tony need to continue to serve America. We don't need to put them on full blast. If they're willing to come out and say that she lied, that should be good enough for both the American people in this committee because they have more service to do than help politicize this kangaroo. I agree. I agree 100%. And, and I'm sorry for putting you through the, uh, through the horrific Fox News, uh, which is uh, the show, which is Sean Hannity's show nowadays. It's not anything like it used to be, and Rush Limbaugh would definitely be uh, turning over in his grave. However, that's exactly true. That's exactly right. That is exactly right, folks. Cash Patel um, doesn't want to put them uh, basically in the middle of all of it, but he would take their word for it. And then the Secret Service comes out and says, hey, that never happened. Trump, Trump never tried to lunge at us or anything. So just uh, Cash Patel out there telling the truth. All of this, this, this Shamuary 6 committee, folks, when I, tell, when I say Shamuary 6, I got that. I, I'm, I will admit I got that from uh, Jack Posobiec. What a great uh, nickname it is for that, for that unselect committee. But... Here's the thing. Pre President Trump put out a, uh, a statement 
about the January 6th committee today, especially after the Secret Service came out and said everything that that lady said, everything that she just said was a lie. President Trump came out and and he's 100% right. He said fake stories, no cross-examination, no real Republicans, no lawyers. And he says the unselects should be forced to disband after yesterday. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. They should have no subpoena power any longer. They should have no power to do anything. They definitely should not have the power to recommend that the House or the Senate or anybody votes to try to, uh, to, to indict anybody for not showing up for this sham and send the DOJ after them. Absolutely disgusting. Let's read some of President Trump's um, truths since they're not tweets anymore. He says, the woman who was a big Trump fan long after January 6th and her fake stories, uh, if her fake stories were true, then why would she want to be? Was let go and not wanted in Florida. So she made up a phony and completely outrageous story, the craziest of which has already been proven to be a complete lie. The Secret Service said, according to the media, it was not true. Wow, he said. She has now lost all credibility, like the partisan witch hunt uh, perpetrated by the unselect committee political hacks, MAGA. Then he said the New York Times and the Washington Post failed to even mention that today's unselect witness lost all of her credibility when she got caught in a ridiculous lie. Now, everybody wanted to jump on it. Every single one of them wanted to jump on it, but none of them wanted to actually come back after the fact, circle back, circle back Saki, back to the fact uh, that uh, their first uh, reporting was an absolute lie. Our country has lost all confidence in the media and our elections. Sad. And then, of course, the last bit, kind of what I just read to you, the lies and the fabricated stories being told to the partisan, uh, highly unselect committee, not only by a phony social climber who got caught yesterday, but by many others, are a disgrace to our in serious decline nation. No cross-examination, no Republicans, no lawyers, no nothing, fake stories, and all a fake narrative being produced with zero pushback allowed. Unselects should be forced to disband witch hunt. 100% correct. I said yesterday, after we found out that the Secret Service was willing to put out a, uh, uh, willing to testify that none of that ever happened, I said, well, that's it for them then. If the Secret Service is willing to testify under oath that none of what she said happened, that's it for them. Because the January 6th committee didn't even reach out to the Secret Service. And they had days to do it. They, they had days. They had planned this for two to three days, and they didn't even reach out to the Secret Service for a comment. They just ran with it. And I said, oh, that's it. They've got, they've, they, must, they must be disbanded after this. I posted that last night. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Here's some good news. TikTok, bye-bye. Is TikTok literally on its way out of the United States of America? Let's hope so, folks. And you know what? You know what's crazy about this? Remember when President Trump wanted to, uh, to make sure that TikTok was not allowed in the United States anymore? And, and the reason why was because of security concerns with the Chinese Communist Party and the left-wing liberal communist crazies said that Donald J. Trump was trying to be like Hitler. He was trying to be some kind of dictator. He was some totalitarian crazy person because he wanted to stop them from having access to TikTok. 
where all of the truth was being told about him. That was what they were, uh, that was why, what they were crying about. Oh, you want to get rid of TikTok because we're, all the liberals are on there telling what's going on with you and telling the truth and you want to get rid of it. No, he wanted to get rid of it for serious national security concerns. And now the U.S. Federal Communications Commission has requested Apple and Google to ban TikTok on the app due to a national security risk. It looks like TWR Trump was right. The head of the U.S. Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, requested that Apple and Google on Tuesday remove TikTok from their app stores due to serious national security threats posed by the said mobile app. In a letter dated June 24th, FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr told Apple and Google to remove TikTok from their stores as it, quote, harvests um, uh, extensive amounts of personal and sensitive data from its American users. Statistics show that TikTok has been downloaded in the U.S. from the Apple uh, App Store and the Google Play Store nearly 19 million times in the first quarter of this year alone. It is clear that TikTok poses an unacceptable national uh, security risk due to its extensive data harvesting being combined with Beijing's apparently unchecked access to that sensitive data, Carr wrote in his letter. Ladies and gentlemen, this is serious, serious stuff. And as Michael from The Office would say, my, 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 how the turntables have. But it looks like Trump was right again. And here's another thing. Here's, some, here's another interesting little tidbit that you might want to take into consideration when talking about this with your friends and family or when you're sharing this news is that TikTok has literally overtaken YouTube as the world's number one streaming video site. More people use TikTok a day and there's more minutes being viewed on TikTok than YouTube. And I'm wondering if it also doesn't have a little bit something to do with that. You know, Google and America, they don't like competition, and it looks like nobody cares about YouTube anymore. Anyway, we're going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. If you got TikTok, you might want to go delete it. I'm banned from there, so I'm good. Anyway, we'll be right back right after this. Yeah, if you got TikTok, you might want to get rid of it. But again, Trump was right again. He called it. He said this is a national security risk. And if you, if you don't remember, folks, the liberals went absolute bat crap crazy. Oh, you're going to get rid of our dancing. How are, how are the COVID nurses supposed to do any more choreographed dances? Are you kidding me? Folks, if you could do me a favor and rumble this video and share out this link, I will love you until the day I die. Well, I'm going to love you anyway, but... Bad Moon says, God appointed Trump. We got a chance to talk to Bad Moon yesterday on Telegram. That was nice. I got rid of mine a long time ago, says Kalo26. Let's jump over to, to uh, Getter real quick. Frack21 says, I don't give a you-know-what about TikTok. Ruby Hines says, I hate kids being on TikTok. Thomas Hamaker said, never had it. I am, says, banned everywhere. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Zachary White says, never use TikTok. There's so much fake reality on there. Amen. Amen. TikTok challenges would be out for good, Melly7 said. 
Trump is right so often he should be a fortune teller. <laughs> Kathy Cappy said, just deleted it. Wow. See, folks, we're making a difference. We're making a difference. Let's get back to the show. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. Even during the commercial break, people were telling me in the chat thread, I just deleted it. It's done. A lot of people said they never used it, but what are the, ter- what are the nurses, what are the COVID nurses going to do? How are they going to do choreographed dances if TikTok goes away? You know, what happens when the next pandemic comes and there's no TikTok? How are those nurses going to find the time to do those choreographed dances down the hallway of all the dying people everywhere? I don't know. I don't know. Either way, let's get back to it. It seems like the police have finally done their job. It seems like the authorities have finally done their jobs and stopped an active shooter or a mass, a future mass act, uh, active shooter situation. And they should be doing this all the time anyway. I always wonder where the FBI is on this. How, the, how we always hear that the FBI knew about this person three months prior. Or the authorities, the local authorities knew that this person posed a threat a year ago, but did nothing about it. And all of a sudden there's a mass shooting somewhere in a school and all these children die for nothing because the authorities didn't do their jobs. Well, not in this case, folks. We actually got one. Thank the Lord. As police have arrested a 19-year-old Amazon employee in Texas for threatening, threatening to carry out a mass shooting. And he says that the Uvalde shooter is his idol and a hero. San Antonio, Texas, arrested a 19-year-old man who worked at Amazon Delivery Station after a co-worker tipped off the authorities of his plans to commit a mass shooting at that facility. Rodolfo Valdivia Acaves was taken into custody without incident on Monday afternoon at Bexar County Jail, according to police records. Do we got a picture of this guy? A very disturbing picture of this kid. I mean, if you look at this kid right here, there is no way there's not something wrong with him. There is no way there's not something wrong with that kid. If I saw this kid out in public, I would call the authorities and say, uh, I just judged a book by its cover. And what I said, what I, my opinion is, this kid is going to kill a bunch of people. I mean, it's always these droned out, probably pharmaceutical uh, addicted children who do this stuff. Akavez has been charged with making terrorist threats, a third degree felony, and he is being held on a $50,000 bond. $50,000? You don't think the ACLU or some uh, left wing nut job isn't going to go bail this kid out and he's not going to go do it? Kid, I call him a kid because he's 19, but according to the arrest report, a fire alarm went off. On June 24th at the Amazon delivery station on Seuss uh, Vita Way near Interstate 37 on San Antonio's southeast side. While employees were exiting the building, the co-worker said that Akaves told her that it would be a good idea to pull the fire alarm and have all employees exit the building and to commit a mass shooting. According to the arrest report, the co-worker told investigators that Akaves then said he will be doing it and he would commit the mass shooting. She didn't immediately tell her superiors for fear of retaliation. The co-worker then said that Akavez told her while she was giving him a ride that he, would now, uh, that he would now know what school to go to and shoot up. And when she told him that he had to go pick up, she had to go pick up her kids from school, he got a little upset. After she mentioned the recent Uvalde school shooting, Akavez told her that the incident 
the kid, the, that the kid who uh, was involved in the incident was his idol. Investigators brought in Akavez's father, who said that his son has had mental illness in the past and that he had been placed, uh, he had been placed the defendant uh, in a mental health facility at the age of 16. He also said that the son had stopped taking his prescribed medication after being on it for, a pre- for the previous two years. Here's the crazy things about this, you guys. When I was a kid, hardly anybody had any mental health issues. Now, I'm not saying people weren't depressed because I'm sure there were. I'm not saying that people didn't have anxiety or that people didn't have crazy thoughts because they did. But the amount of kids who have mental health issues today, especially by the standards of the public school system and these left-wing organizations, is mind-blowing. It's like three out of every five kids has a mental health issue, and you have to ask yourself, where did that come from? Where did that come from? Where did all this mental health come from? Did it come from the internet? Did it come from drugging them with pharmaceuticals and just not letting them be kids and trying to jack them up and dope them up on some kind of medicine to make them different? Did it come from brainwashing and indoctrination, uh, indoctrination in public schools? Did it come from parents being too addicted to their social media and not paying enough attention to their kids? Maybe a little bit of everything. As a society, we have gotten God out of the center of our lives and we've started idolizing money, social media, technology, whatever else. Everything but God, and that is the problem. So we're going to pray for this young man. We're going to pray for all of these other kids out there who are just, I mean, can you imagine being a kid today? Can you imagine being a kid growing up in the United States of America in 2022? How confusing. You just came off of a two-year lockdown, which was never part of our lives, or our, grand, or our parents' lives, but was a part of your lives. Something that we will never experience at that age. You have to deal with all this indoctrination. Satan's arrows are coming at you every way you can think of. You have to fight this stuff off. You have to be stronger as a kid now more than ever. And parents, you gotta help these kids through this stuff. You gotta. You gotta get involved. You gotta know what they're being taught in school. You have to know who their teachers are. You have to. Because if this happens to be your child, folks, it's not going to be good. If this ends up being your child, uh, it's not going to be good, and you will feel responsible for it for the rest of your life. I can promise you that. But anyway, it's, it's, it's nice that the good guys actually got somebody for a change. Uh, moving on, uh, I'm going to say a name. I'm going to say one name, and in the comments section, I want you to tell me the first thing, that, the first word that comes to your mind. And if you're watching on TV or if you're listening on radio or the podcast, just shout it out wherever you are. After I say this name, I want to read your comments on what pops into your head. Here we go. You ready? John Kerry. John Kerry. You might remember John Kerry. He's been in politics a long time. He even ran for president and failed. He was a senator at one time. John Kerry, what do you think of when you hear that name? Well, folks, John Kerry, Al Gore, and so many other crazy left-wing politicians out there have been screaming to the sky like Chicken Little that the sky is falling because of man-made climate change. They have been pushing this lie of man-made climate change for how long? You should see some of these uh, puke, idiot, creep, uh, traitor, crook, traitor, criminal, boo, <laughs> dork, lurch, crazy, traitor, nut job, hypocrite, 
These are names that people that are watching this show think of when they hear the name John Kerry. Well, folks, I'm going to tell you a little something about John Kerry because as the world is going through one of the worst energy crises of a crises of all time because of Democrats, Mr. John Kerry, where is he? There he is. Look at him. <laughs> now I know why somebody said lurch. Oh, that's perfect. Anyway, Mr. John Kerry, while you're paying $6 a gallon, $5 a gallon, $7 a gallon, while we're, while we're experiencing gas prices and inflation going through the roof, Biden climate envoy John Kerry, amid this supply chain crisis and everything else, says we need to spur the transition to green shipping and green energy. Everything needs to be green, 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 green. We need to do this now. We need to transition now before it's too late. Folks, they caused the problem to begin with just so they could push us all into this Green New Deal crap. And they're not going to let up anytime soon. That's why I told you the gas prices are not going to go down. They're just going to go higher and higher and higher. Anyway, we do have video of this loser saying uh, what we need to do instead of what they need to do. Check this out. The ocean is a source of climate solutions. And they can help to keep the 1.5 degrees target alive. For example, we need to spur the transition to green shipping. If shipping were a nation, shipping would be the eighth largest emitter in the world. In May, the United States and Norway announced a green shipping challenge for COP27 to help put that sector on a pathway towards full decarbonization no later than 2050. Oh, who cares? Who cares? Nobody cares, John Kerry. You couldn't do anything right in your entire life and you expect us to just fall in line? I don't think so. Anyway, John Kerry's out there telling you what we need to do and he says we need to do green shipping. Everything is green, green, green while you are losing your green trying to fill your gas tank. Anyway, folks, we will be right back right after this uh, another commercial break here on Live from America. Please don't go anywhere as our next topic has to do something with Disney being pedophiles and sickos once again, right after this. When will Disney learn, folks? I mean, come on, when will they learn? I changed my answer. He's an idiot. I <laughs> see. He can kiss my grits. Uh, you all know he's Muslim, right? I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I thought I heard that once, but I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure if he was or not. Al Gore travels to climate conferences in his gas-powered private jet. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He's such a... Oh, he's not a rhino loser, Mary. He's a Democrat. He's a Democrat. He's never been a rhino. He's never been a Republican, as I can think of. Wow, John Kerry's a Muslim. I didn't know that. Wow. These people are just out of control. Well, it's do as I say, not as I do, right? It's do as I say, not as I do. That's their whole motto. That's their entire motto. Uh, When we come back, folks, uh, we're going to play this thing, this clip from Disney. Again, Disney doesn't seem to learn. I told you they were were rats in a corner and they were going to do everything they could uh, to just ramp it up, that they're not going to let up now because they can't. This is their window to just run and rule everything, folks. This is their time. So let's get back to the show. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. You're watching Real America's Voice News, or you're probably watching on social media. Either way, you're here, you're locked and loaded. I'm here, and we're having a great show. However, this next part 
is not so great because we've got to talk about Disney. Boo! I don't think anybody likes Disney anymore. Don't we have, uh, we've got something right here. It is. Every time I think about Disney. But if anybody here remembers about 10 years ago, maybe a little less, Disney came out with a movie called uh, Big Hero 6. My kids loved it. Now, this was before a lot of us really knew what was going on with Disney, but my kids loved Be- Big Hero 6, and Big Hero 6 had this, uh, had this robot in it by the name of Baymax. Well, now Disney, uh, in, in, I guess they're coming out with a new movie, but they're using Baymax in a commercial, which is a tampon commercial. So they've, they've joined forces with tampon, and, uh, and on the tampon box now is the transgender flag. Why, the, why tampons would be on a transgender flag, I don't know. The only reason that the, the tampon would, uh, would embrace the transgender flag on their box is because they want to make men feel like they can menstruate, which they cannot. It is a biological fact that men cannot menstruate. However, that's not stopping Disney and their wokeness, folks, because uh, on their Disney channels for children, by the way, They are running this commercial now, which stars Baymax, the big Hero 6 robot, looking for tampons, even though Baymax is referred to as a boy. But, you know, you get get what I'm saying. This is their clever way of doing it, but they're not so clever. Check this out. Excuse me, which of these products would you recommend? Oh, um, well... These are the tampons I usually use. Thank you. I prefer pads. They're more comfortable for me. Thank you. I always get the ones with wings. Thank you. Get them scented and bleach free if you can. Thank you. Yo, my daughter loves these. Thank you. These might be easier if it's her first period. These are really environmentally friendly. So there you go, folks. Every child that knows that cartoon knows that Baymax is referred to as a he the entire movie. But yet they have to subtly use a he character in order to get the message across that transgender men can menstruate. I'm here to tell you they cannot. But if you remember, folks, quite some time ago, if you remember this Disney employee actually saying that you were going to see a lot more LGBTQIA pedo plus stuff in every bit of Disney content going forward. And that's exactly what is happening. So again, know what your kids are watching. Stay away from Disney. Get rid of your Disney Plus. Do not let your children believe that men can menstruate and have babies because biologically that is false. We fact-checked it. We asked God and God said that's wrong. So we fact-checked it. We've used our own fact-checker and that's what we have uh, come up with. Anyway, speaking of Florida and Disney, because you know, Disney's in Florida, and they took on Ron DeSantis. They thought they'd be cute and try to try to uh, think that they could beat Ron DeSantis, but much like Trump, you can't beat him either. And ladies and gentlemen, the good news comes in the way of, uh, of Governor Ron DeSantis being awarded a very big win as he was granted his request for a grand jury to probe human trafficking in sanctuary cities that aid and abed the cartel and coyotes. I actually have saved on my phone the actual grant. Let me go ahead and read it for you. The court, having considered the petition of the Honorable Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, for an order to impanel a statewide grand jury 
and being fully advised of the relevant matters, hereby finds as follows. A, the petitioner, Honorable Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, has alleged that good and sufficient reason exists and that it is in the public interest to impanel a statewide grand jury with jurisdiction throughout the state of Florida to investigate crimes, return indictments, make presentments, and otherwise perform all functions of a grand jury with regard to the offenses listed in Section 90534, which uh, pertains to the sex and human trafficking uh, throughout his state. And I guarantee you, whatever that they find is, again, going to be uh, a larger network of terrible, terrible things happening. And again, folks, this is us flipping on the lights and watching the rats and the cockroaches scurry. One by one, the dominoes are falling. You can't beat God. You can't beat good. And good always defeats evil. Way to go, Ron DeSantis, down there fighting for the people of Florida once again. Now, here's some more news. Tomorrow, Thursday, um, Justice Breyer... Stephen Breyer will be retiring, and he is set to retire at 12 p.m. noon Eastern time, at which the exact time, Katanji Brown-Jackson, a woman who doesn't even know what a woman is, will be sworn in as the new Supreme Court justice to take the place of Stephen Breyer. There he is, and he was forced out by the Democrats in an attempt to get back the Supreme Court that they lost legally under President Donald J. Trump. The Supreme Court announced today that the Associate Justice Stephen Breyer, age 83, will retire at noon tomorrow after the court issues its final decisions for the 2021-22 session. Breyer was forced to announce his retirement in January of this year after pressure campaign by progressives and the leak of his private decision to retire that he has not yet uh, that he was not re- yet ready to announce. Remember, he didn't announce that. They pushed it out. They leaked it out and they forced him out. Breyer was nominated to the court back in 1994 by then serial sexual assaulter Bill Clinton. Breyer's replacement, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson, 51, who does not know what she is, will be sworn in at the same time as Breyer retires. Katanji Brown-Jackson, who was appointed by Joe Biden to fulfill a campaign promise of nominating a black woman to the court, was confirmed by the Senate on April 7th on the near party line vote 53 to 47. Breyer's letter reads, Dear Mr. Resident, I will not use the P word in front of that word. Or the, P, the, the letter P in front of resident. This last January, I wrote to inform you of my intent to retire from regular active service as an associate justice of the Supreme Court of the United States upon the court rising for its summer recess. You have nominated and the United States Senate has confirmed the Honorable Katanji Brown Jackson to secede me in the office. And I uh, understand that she is prepared to take the prescribed oaths to begin her service as the 116th member of this court. The court has announced that tomorrow, beginning at 10 a.m., it will hand down all remaining opinions during this term, which, by the way, we are five of six. Thank you, God. Uh, Accordingly, my retirement from active service under provisions of 28 U.S. Code 371B will be effective on Thursday, June 30th at noon. 
It has been my great honor to, per, uh, to participate as a judge in the effort to maintain our Constitution and the rule of law. <laughs> okay. Yours sincerely, Stephen Breyer. Well, I will say this. Something that a left-wing communist will never do. I would like to thank Stephen Breyer for his service. Regardless of his political leanings or not, it is a long service to the United States of America. And we do have a very diverse country with very different ideas. It's actually what makes our country so amazing is our diversity. And I wouldn't want a country full of robots that all believed the same thing. So I will say thank you for your service. I wish more judges on both sides of the aisle would just make rulings based on the rule of law and the Constitution. Unfortunately, we don't live in a world where that happens. So Justice Breyer, thank you for serving for the United States of America. Uh, whether, you, well, whether people think you did a good job or not, you did serve this country for a very long time. So thank you, sir. And uh, we will usher in the, uh, the next Supreme Court justice who, again, does not even know what a woman is. And that is a scary, scary thing. Anyway, we're going to take one more break here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. I am Jeremy Harrell. I know I'm a man. Do you know what you are? Because our next Supreme Court justice does not. We'll be right back right after this. Woo, what a day, what a day, what a week already we're having, huh? I mean, two straight weeks of awesomeness. Bill Clinton was my first vote ever. Well, here's a story. In 2008, I voted for Barack Obama. Not in 2012, but I did in 2008. What a, that was probably, outside of uh, being part of an abortion, that might have been the worst decision I ever made in my entire life. Worst decision I ever made. And I wasn't a Democrat, by the way. I wasn't. I just bought into the hope and change and the lies. I just bought into a, somebody who could bring the country together. I mean, they had one heck of a marketing campaign behind that guy. And he was very charismatic. We didn't know much about him. That was the key. The key was to get somebody that nobody knew anything about. Somebody that didn't have a past because his past was scrubbed. Somebody that didn't even have a real birth certificate because he wasn't born here. So ladies and gentlemen, it was a scary, scary sight in 2008. Look at this. I voted for McCain. I would like to everybody in here to admit the worst person they ever voted for. I would. I would like to hear that right now. Jeremy, I'm so glad you found God. So am I. So am I. I am too. Uh, me too, Jeremy. One vote only for Brock. Look at that. I voted for Ross Perot. Boo, Jeremy says vegetarian. I should get the, the, uh, the dumb, dumb award of the day, huh? Uh, thank you, Salty Debbie. Thank you very much. All right, let's come back from this. We're going to end with two good stories, and then we're going to cut it, call it quits for the evening. Here we go. Thank you very much for being with us here on Real America's Voice News tonight, guys, and every night, actually, here on Live from America. Me and the entire LFA family love you guys, and we are so glad that we have commingled these two big, great patriotic families. I am so, so happy to be here. Now, we're going to end the show strong with two good stories, okay? We all know that that term, uh, go woke, go broke, it's a fun thing to say. But folks, it's not just a fun thing to say. It's an actual real thing that happens. If you go woke, you go broke. And folks, that's exactly what happened to Bed Bath & Beyond because they are bed, bath, and busted, and they are broke. And the funny thing about it is, is they are broke and trying to save money 
only a year after dropping my pillow. See what happens? Anyway, they turn off the AC in all their stores, causing all their employees to sweat to death to save money more than just a year after dropping my pillow. Bed Bath & Beyond turns off all air conditioning in its stores to save money as sales drop badly. Now let's recall Bed Bath & Beyond in January 2021 announced that they will no longer carry my pillow products after the founder and CEO Mike Lindell challenged the results of the fraudulent 2020 presidential election. Let's go back to that day and read their tweet. Bed Bath & Beyond has now officially dropped and they put it in capital letters, my pillow. Thank you to everyone who stepped up and helped amplify our message. Thank you to Bed Bath & Beyond for siding with democracy. Ooh, well, now you guys are turning off your air conditioner. See what happens there? Go woke, go broke. Now, it may take us a little bit because these companies have billions or millions of dollars, but sooner or later, if you mess with the American patriot, you're going to go bankrupt. And that's exactly what happened. Speaking of my pillow, check out the new summer. Um, the new summer... Uh, Sandals from my, my pillow, uh, Mike Lindell and my pillow, because they're like walking on his pillows, he says. I don't have a pair yet, but I've ordered some and I can't wait to get them and use the promo code LFA. While you do that, folks, and help out the show, and R. Kelly. Now, you guys all might know R. Kelly from his, uh, from his music days. You might know him from his uh, troubled past of urinating on young girls. But now, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to make you familiar with the fact that R. Kelly was just sentenced to 30 years in prison for sex trafficking. The dominoes are falling. God is winning. We are winning. So keep your foot on the gas, folks. Do not allow these people to steal this country completely from us and do not allow them to destroy our kids and our youth, folks, because if we, this generation, if we right now, if we stop, America's gone forever. A hundred years from now, they will remember you in this time for what you did. So keep up the pressure and we're going to continue to click on those lights and watch those rats and those cockroaches run away. Folks, that's going to do it for live from America this evening. Thank you for being here with me. God bless each and every one of you. I love you more than you know. Please visit JeremyHerald.com as we have some major, major sales going on right, uh, right now for 4th of July. 20% off all Freedom shirts. You see I'm wearing mine right here. Get one of every color and also the Pledge of Allegiance um, unisex t-shirts that are in the shape of a flag. Make sure you check those out, folks. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America, folks. Until then, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel. God bless each and every one of you. See you later. Peace. That was-